Hello everyone, I hope everyone's doing good. You're listening to your girlfriend's favorite podcast with Vusani and Sizwe. You cannot miss this one. Hey everyone, you're listening to your girlfriend's favorite podcast. Hi, <laughs> you're listening to your girlfriend's favorite podcast with Sizwe Moyo and Vusani Mateva. You're listening to your girlfriend's favorite podcast. Hey, you're listening to Busani and Sizwe, and this is your girlfriend's most favorite podcast. You don't want to miss this, Nana. Mm-mm-mm. Hey, what's up, everybody? You tuned into your girlfriend's favorite podcast with Sizwe Moyo and Busani Mativa. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your girlfriend's favorite podcast with Sizwe Moyo and Busani Mativa. What's up, good people? It's the time again for your girlfriend's favorite podcast with Sizwe and Busani. What's good, everybody? What's poppin'? What's happening? You know what it is. Your girlfriend's favorite podcast with your boys, Sizwe and Busi. Let's get it. What's up, everybody? What up, what up? It's Young Savage and Vasani the Violator. He <laughs> just trying to push the Violator on me every single week without fail. Happy Sunday, motherfuckers. Yeah, Sunday podcasting. Uh, you know, we starting the show off with some... What is this album again? What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Yeah, what a time to be alive. It actually is a time to be alive. It's a great time to be alive. For the podcast, for everybody, man. We got some shit for you guys this week, man. I'm just gonna let this rock. All right, all right, all right. Let me get my shit off. <laughs> Episode seventeen. Nigga, close the door. We're gonna have a whole bunch of. Or you want you want to keep the door open? Yeah, keep the door. Keep the <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, yeah. Would you like to introduce our show? Yeah, uh, like we said earlier, it's the seventeenth episode. My next door neighbor's house on the street. <laughs> uh, episode 17, last week was a very good one. Episode 16, we had Allison and Benedict who came yeah. and spoke to us and it got real deep at it times. got real deep, yeah. It was a great episode. And we just saw this week, episode 14 went platinum with oh, no features. Shit. So shout out to all the fans who went and listened to episode 14. We got those numbers up. We appreciate you guys. Anyway, it's me, Vusani, Violator, according to Sizzle. <laughs> As usual, Sizzle's with me. Are you good, bro? I'm awesome, dude. I'm awesome. I feel good. It's Sunday. I'm a little bit tired. I'm not going to lie, but I'm feeling in good spirits today, man. Oh, you had a busy weekend. What was up? <sighs> not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just tired, man. Can a nigga be tired? <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's get this show on the road. Today, I'm not giving us the let's get ready to rumble drop. We're just getting straight into it. Let's just get straight into it. Let's get straight into it. Let me have some water, man. Because H2O is important. Yeah. Stay hydrated, everybody. Yeah, shout out to Adelaide. She's here as well. She's not in the room, but she's in the house somewhere. Uh, I got to tell you guys a crazy story about (laughs) what happened with Adelaide yesterday. But we'll get into that. Start it off, bro. (laughs) Let's hear it, bro. Yo, today would have been the first 
episode, not where I don't shout out Addy because I forget, but where I don't shout out Addy because I can't anymore. Why? Because yesterday I got dumped. You got dumped? I got dumped. Addy broke broke up with me. Why is she hear that? <laughs> <laughs> Why is she Let you? me get into the story. So Addie was supposed to land at my house uh, yesterday in the morning, right? Right, right, right. So usually, Addie, if she comes via taxi, I'll have to like take a quick 10-minute walk to go pick up from where the taxi drops her off. Right. Well, yesterday, around the time, I was busy, right? I was busy sorting some stuff out here in my house. Mm-hmm. And I left my phone in my room, an opposite side of the house. Right. So... Addy texted me, get ready to come. I'm almost there. Oh, shit. I did not have my phone on me. I was still busy. What were you Anyway, doing? <laughs> she gets there. She texts me, where are you? Yeah. I don't have my phone on me. I'm still busy. Shit. Eventually, 30 minutes pass by. Fuck. Where she's at the stop. I should have been there 30 minutes ago. No, we'll see. I see my phone. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and this time I'm like rushing to get dressed because I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, she should have called me by now. Yeah. Or anything. Now I see all the texts. I'm like, oh shit, I'm in trouble. <laughs> like she's there. Anyway, as I'm putting on my jeans all crazy, like just throwing on a hoodie, mm. like my brother walks in the house and I see him and he's like, oh, where are you going? Like, he sees me rushing. I'm like, yeah. I need to go get Addie. That's how I'm like sending her a voice note. Yeah. Saying, yeah, I'm halfway down my street. I'm on my way. <laughs> right? I'm not even out of the house. <laughs> my brother starts laughing because he was out somewhere running errands. He yeah. starts laughing. He's like, oh, you're really halfway down the street, huh? Damn. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> so then next thing he's like, oh, okay. Well, you better tell your girlfriend who's sitting in the lounge that you're halfway down the street. Oh, I'm like, shit. oh, I'm like, what? Oh no, dude! That meme of Swaggy P that, with the Christian box. <laughs> <laughs> no ways, was it, dude? No I became the Christian mark meme guy. Oh, I'm man. like, wait, what? <laughs> it is like, yeah, as I was coming back from whatever I was doing, I saw her in our street. So I just told her to get in the car. I drove her the rest of the way up the yeah, street. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, fuck. Man, <laughs> men are really trash, man. <laughs> Why do I, men I lie take so much? I this walk of shame to the lounge where I see Addie sitting. And boy, does she look pissed. God damn, man. <laughs> so, yeah, she was like pissed off at me. I was trying to apologize and everything. Mm, 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 mm. And then she decided to play a game with me. She decided to be really mad at me. You think it's a game, dude? <laughs> <laughs> like, it turned out to be a game. But in the moment, it was real anger. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, I went from being sorry and feeling bad to getting mad. Because now I'm like, I'm just getting ignored and shit. You yeah. know, and I'm apologizing. I got on my knees. I literally, <laughs> I literally got on my knees begging for forgiveness. What a suck. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, give me the cold shoulder. Like, not even acknowledging a nigga putting up the volume on the TV. Damn. I'm like, damn. That's cold. And <laughs> That's I got cold. mad. Then we started arguing. 
So Andrew's like, I want to go home. I'm like, no, you you can't go home. Like, you got to stay. She's like, no, nah, I want to go home. We argue about that. She gets up. She gets out of the house. She's like, take me out, nigga. Like, let me out of here. I get onto the street. What does Addie start doing? She starts walking to the stop where she would get off the taxi. Yeah. So she starts taking this 10-minute walk. I'm watching like an R&B nigga busy like pleading within the middle of the street shouting at her. Was it raining? (laughs) (laughs) Baby, please, don't go. (laughs) I know I messed up. (laughs) That was literally me, middle of the street. I'm out here like, no, you can't leave. Like, (laughs) niggas are looking over their walls. Like it, it was oh, dramatic. Shit, it was man. real dramatic, right? Damn, Eddie, how are you gonna do my nigga <laughs> like that? <laughs> anyway, Eddie gets like walks down. She makes us take a long walk. Mm. I, I see that uh, she's real. She's about to leave the neighborhood. She's serious. So I like sit down on the corner. Plus, it's like we're breaking up. Like that was like part Damn. of the chats, right? So she's like breaking up with me because I was like, if you walk out on me, woman, we are over. <laughs> she, was, she was walking out on me. And I was like, God damn. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I tried to pull that card. <laughs> yeah, you walk out on me. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> nah, you crazy, bro. Uh, she walk, She was like, I'm, she's walking. She turns the corner. Like, the last corner that I was not going to walk around. Mm. Uh, like, this is just too far. Now we're leaving the neighborhood. So she turns that corner. I'm like, damn. I just dropped to the ground. I just sit there looking all sad and shit. No, you did not do that, bro. <laughs> Where was I, dude? Where was I with my video camera? <laughs> I was sitting on the road all sad. No, don't. And I just get up and I start walking back home. Oh. And then next thing I turn around I see Addie at the corner So I'm like Okay the fuck Like she's still here Yeah So I walk back down to her I get her And she's like Yeah she's called She's not gonna take a taxi She called her brother He's gonna come pick her oh, up Oh shit So she's gonna wait at my house Oh shit So I'm like Alright Alright You know we walk back to the crib <laughs> it's, it's complete awkwardness and silence Like that's crazy. And then she like dumps me. So we get back to people, she dumps me in my bedroom. Damn. In my in my bedroom, fam. No, man. I get dumped. Now we're waiting for her brother. <clears throat> Shit is like all oh, messed up, you know. So I'm like packing up all the stuff I need to give back to her. Cause I'm not like tear shit up or burn shit type yeah. of nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was handed back to you. And like, <laughs> I like all sad and shit. I'm, is this a real story? This right? is real. <laughs> this was my Saturday, man. Oh man, I plead with this woman. I'm like, give me a second chance. Like, you can't dump me. You know what I mean? Yeah. She like kissed me through the heart. Nah, it's over. I don't want you. Damn. I'm like shit. Anyway, I her brother. She like pretends now. At the time, it was real. I right. thought it was real. Right. She, like, calls back home or texts back home to see if her brother has left. Right. And he hasn't left the house yet. Damn. So she's like, I need to take a taxi or whatever. So me being the nice guy that I am, I'm like, fuck it. Like, I know you're dumping me, but fuck it. At least 
respect you enough, I'll get you an Uber home. Right. So I'm about to call up the Uber. As I'm about to call up the Uber, it like sinks in for real. Like, damn, I'm getting dumped. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is, I'm literally sending this, this is it. <laughs> So I'm like typing in my address into the Uber <laughs> with like tears in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. There's this woman sitting right right in front of me looking mad as hell like she don't care. Damn. I got tears in my eyes. I'm <laughs> typing my address. And then I broke down. <laughs> I'm out of shape this minute. I completely <laughs> broke down. No. Man. <laughs> I didn't even get to the where are you going to location. <laughs> Still on the pick up location. I was just typing in my house address. Struggling to type in uppies, uppies. <laughs> I broke down. I started sobbing. I started oh, weeping. <laughs> I will never look at you the same, bro. I was a wreck. I oh, was weeping. Let like, it all out, man. This is lady dumping me. I'm weeping in front of her. Like, <laughs> like put oh, my man. shirt over my face. <laughs> like, I don't want to be seen. <laughs> I start weeping. And then Addie now starts coming and comforting me. And she's like, no, don't call the Uber. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, no, I'm just playing with you. It's all a joke. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Adelaide, hey! <laughs> this was all one big fucking two hour long prank. No, dude. No. A two hour long prank that ended in me weeping my eyes out. Like that ugly crying, you know, with the snot, like. <laughs> <laughs> and she got that reaction out of me. Oh, man. And then she was like, it's a prank. Ah. I was like, it, dude. what? <laughs> <laughs> it was wild it was super wild you know oh man listen I'll never look at you the same so I weeped <laughs> I went through I was an R&B nigga in the streets begging my woman to stay I weeped once I accepted she was really dumping me oh man then it was all one big prank but you guys are good now yeah we're good now so you're in the kitchen she's cooking yeah, she, Eddie, she's happy Eddie stayed the night she's cooking in the kitchen I had a cooking to to some Tupac this morning. <laughs> Everything's good. That's good, bro. So That's good. More shout outs to Addy will happen. But I'm gonna get my revenge though. I'm gonna get my you revenge. You have to, bro. You have to. <laughs> like that shit was an emotional roller coaster, man. <laughs> Getting dumped oh, in your man. own room. It's fucked up. <laughs> Can we get into actual topics now? <laughs> now we've yeah. gone almost for uh, 15 minutes without saying yeah, anything that a crazy story. educational. <laughs> that is a fucking crazy story. <laughs> Um, all right, so I was at, before we get into serious topics, <laughs> yeah. I was at Sheldon's house on Thursday night. Yeah, I was yeah. chilling with some niggas. I was with uh, Lloyd, Tepo, Tepang, and obviously Sheldon. <clears throat> and we got to talking, dude. Why are there flavored condoms, firstly? Okay? Then we thought, oh, no, it's to alleviate the smell or whatever of bad cooch, maybe. <laughs> bad cooch. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's the reason. Then Sheldon was like, no, it's for... Low drops, right? Yeah, so I got yeah. to ask him, I'm like, but dude, why, why do people wear condoms during <laughs> blowjobs? <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. Maybe they're scared of getting pregnant. I, I was what? like, dude, what? What the hell, dude? What, what kind of nonsense? <laughs> getting pregnant from a blowjob? My nigga, there are still people that believe this shit. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that, that, that just made me laugh. I don't want to really get into that. Uh, that's funny. I didn't really want to get into that, but there are some real. 
There are some serious topics here, but they're kind of funny. Yeah. yeah, let's get into it, man. Uh, Babes Waduma getting hit. That's that's oh, pretty. That's pretty funny. I was what? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Happy Women's Month, by the way. <laughs> Happy oh. International Women's Month slash Day for uh, what Friday? I think it was or Thursday. Yeah, this topic, man. This topic of abusers and abusive people. Yeah. Well, we're mainly speaking towards abusive niggers and men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the context of the stories breaking out. Yeah. But. Also, just in general, abusive people in relationships. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? Like, oh, man. So, I bring up this whole Babes Waduma abuse case because of, you know, obviously this week, the world was shocked when the video was released of Babes yeah. Waduma getting her ass kicked uh, by Mampincha, right? Yeah. Her boyfriend slash musical whoever... He yeah. fucking invented Babes Waduma. He owns basically. the masters. He owns the masters. <laughs> so yeah, I just want to get your point of view of you know the footage that you saw and the excuses that were made subsequently about it. So he said, um, this was just uh, it was a rollout for a music video that we're gonna release. I wasn't actually hitting her. We're play fighting for. Uh, uh, it's a music rollout, right? That's what he said. Yeah, originally. He went to uh, court or went to jail or some shit. He was bailed out um, overnight. And he's like, he, he says to the to the press conference, the media yeah. are all outside. And they're talking about like, okay, so what happened uh, with the with the, with the the abuse thing? Now, all of a sudden, this guy's wearing a moon boot, you know. He was oh, he yeah. injured his leg. He's like, no, you guys have no idea what Babes Waduma does to me at home. She abuses me. Uh, as well, the fact that he said "as well" already indicted him. Yeah, he was guilty well. of the beating. Oh, man. So okay, there's that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I want to get your views on <clears throat> on all of this, dude, because it's a mess. It's a mess, bro. Uh, I think firstly, you know, I think we have to put it out there that of course this isn't a light subject, you know. Right. So to anyone who's listening, that you know, this could trigger you. This type of content. <laughs> So we're gonna try and keep it light today, though. Yeah, we're gonna try and keep it light. <laughs> um, of course, you know when I saw that video yeah. of Mampincha running to give babes like a five finger slap. Yeah, shit was wild. I was like, the fuck's going on here? Like, yeah, you know, on the IG live, and <sighs> it was just like so weird to me because you, I didn't realize how much time had passed since the first time we heard of babes or Duma. Saying that Mampincha is abusive. Yeah. That was almost a year ago. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought it was, it seemed almost as if it was like two, three months ago. Yeah, it's it very like recent. Almost yeah. 12 months. Almost 12 months now. So, you know, like to see this video footage of it happening. Yeah. It was like, it was shocking, you know. I just, I was very disappointed in him, in Mampincha. Yeah. Because, you know, like, that's wrong. Abuse is wrong. Physical emotional all kinds Ugh, like you know you just shouldn't be doing that to other humans it's the worst bro. like you know what i mean so yeah. but seeing the actual video evidence was disgusting and then seeing people apologize for him man people saying no but what if she disrespect disrespected him i'm like so that's someone, a super african thing to say like, like someone, a medieval african yeah, thing to say like someone uh, disrespects you now you gotta beat them yeah like it's not right. a woman if your girlfriend your wife disrespects you how like what does she do bro i'm seeing a lot of people saying why doesn't she just leave him if the abuse is so bad 
which got me thinking like abuse isn't that black and white dude like yeah there's a lot of mental manipulation that goes into it, brainwash whatever you want to call it so that makes the victim not want to leave their partner because they've been made to feel worthless without that person that's true so um what i arranged this morning was to get a uh, to call in one of my friends um Bussy, who actually knows her mother was a victim of domestic abuse as well. I won't get mm. too deep into that because it's a personal issue with them. Yeah. Um, but she knows on a personal level what it's like to live with somebody like that and, you know, trying to get her, yeah. her point of view on it. So I'm just going to call her real quick and we'll get her thoughts. Because I feel like a lot of people overlook that thing and they like, just walk out of the relationship. It's not that it's easy. It's not that simple. I so she can get Bussy on the line. You should be able to. I warned her about this, so she better answer her phone. Hey. Hey, Bussy. Hi, how are you? What's up? It's Sizzle, Savage, and Vusani Matiba from your girlfriend's favorite podcast. Hey, Bussy. (laughs) Hi. Good morning, guys. How are you? We're good. How are you doing? Good. Thank you. So, we just got into the topic about um, Babes Waduma and Mampincha. We just wanted to get your thoughts on it quickly. Yeah, that that whole situation just pissed me off so bad. <laughs> I think <laughs> I literally don't know what to do with myself. It's, it's just so amazing how, as a country, and even in our social spaces, we're also outraged. You know, and I mean, it was it was trending. Yeah. Like for all of twenty four hours, and it's Sunday today, and I'm yeah. just going about my business, preparing Sunday oxtail. Mm. It's like it never happened. And um, I just think it's very concerning as well when you look at some of our influences, particularly, you know, with the social media space. I think that's where I'm, what I'm passionate about mostly because I feel like they hold so much power in terms of, you know, influencing what the rest of us think and yeah. the type of narrative that is out there. So, I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about all these influencers with this whole Mambinja cast challenge. Because I think out of the whole thing, that's the one thing that pissed me off the most. I feel like we're just trivializing abuse and, you know, women are basically getting mocked. It's the the memes, dude. Have you seen these memes about Mampincha and shit? Like, the memes are super insensitive. That's what's really bothering me about the entire thing. Yeah. The the way we react to it as a country, like, that's one thing that we can't really make memes about, to be honest. Yeah, I Exactly. Like I and the, the, the whole defense is yeah, but we have to laugh. I mean, at what at, at which point? No. You know, like it's too soon. You know, it's been less stop. than a week, dude, and people are like, it's too soon. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean, um, I think from a psychological aspect as well, mm-hmm. this whole thing can actually be be recorded and, and count as like secondary victimization. Yeah, you know the reason they say that women don't report. I mean, cases. Because, I mean, if, 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 an, if a celebrity, a national celebrity, yeah. walked at that scale, and then, I mean, what, what does that translate to for, you know, the average woman on the street? I think it's just, it's terrible. It's just such a terrible thing. Um, I want you guys to visit um, this guy, Sikhan Tembu ZA on Twitter. Yeah. And I think that's the best thread currently, you know, that assesses the whole situation in terms of, you know, when, when a perpetrator basically ch- tries to uh, redirect and change the entire narrative, because I think that's what Mampinja is doing at the moment, you know, he's trying to reposition himself. Yeah. All of us are now forgetting about, you know, the initial act of abuse, which was recorded, and now we need to be sympathizing with him, now we need to question, you know, 
uh, built for Dumo's character and we need to, you know, to cast doubt, basically. Yeah. And I think in terms of, you know, in terms of public relations, we also, we're failing as practitioners, I feel. We're failing because, I mean, he's representing Babes. What is his management? What is her management? And what are they saying in the public domain? Yeah. You know, all we're getting is this guy who, who's basically running all her accounts because that's what she said on Twitter the other day that this guy is oper- operating her Instagram and posting all these things. Yeah, that's right. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, what the hell is going on here? Well, you know what, dude, you know what, yeah, we're, we're going to have to like leave it there for a while because, you know, airtime is not that cheap in South Africa. So yeah. <laughs> I'd love to speak to you about it more deeply, obviously, but yeah, well, let's just see how it unfolds and then, yeah, we'll get your thoughts about it again some other time. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for being on, dude. All right, guys. Cool. Have a good Sunday. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. You know, something that I also found very interesting was Mampincha's colleagues in the music industry. Everyone will tweet about the subject, right? but they'll not mention his name. You know, that was a very, I didn't see that. What, that was what a do you very mean telling thing to me. Like, almost all these artists yeah. will tweet about abuse, right? They'll tweet, abuse is wrong. And we'll be like, guys, you literally know the story. Call out this guy's yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Why are you afraid to say, yo, Mambincha, what you did is fucked up? Are Why they, are they just talking broadly, beating around the I'm bush? I'm thinking Mambincha holds some sort of leverage in this industry. I don't know what, what type of power he has. But if these artists are too afraid to say a name, that means they that he's got some sort of control over them or yeah. over their assets even. Maybe he owns a part of their masters as well. Who knows? Because it's messed up. Like, you all know who the perpetrator is, but you yeah. guys are beating around the bush. You don't want to say his name. Uh, it's, it's their interests, bro. Their business interests, their financial and musical interests, they all lie with somebody yeah. either with him or somebody related to him that's those, those are my that's facts those are my views that's on also that. why i hate <clears throat> remember when we got into the r kelly thing when we were saying and i was saying mm-hmm. how i hated how so many artists who have worked with r kelly over the recent years right have all came out and said i regretted doing that or i distanced myself and my brand from r kelly mm-hmm. like stop faking this shit for your own public image like, if you're going to be real with us, just come and be real. Just be real. Like, don't Look, do this stuff that's all PR stunts. I do not mind anybody that has worked with R. Kelly after finding out that he's a sexual predator. I'm going to tell you why. R. Kelly, with all his fuck shit, is a musical genius. We get that. The fact that even Michael Jackson, when he was past his high level of superstardom, decided to work with R. Kelly, that tells you something, bro. Yeah. That tells you something that... This guy's either a very talented songwriter, a very talented producer, that even Michael Jackson, at the height of his powers, wanted to work with him. So I don't I don't feel bad for, for, for even the small guys like Chance the Rapper and uh, you know the up-and-coming artists that wanted to work with uh, R. Kelly at the time. I don't mind that. What I mind is them coming out and saying, I regret working with them, like you're saying. That, that yeah. to me is just... Bro, just say that you wanted career advancement, career exactly. development. Like, you wanted to move on in your career, and you knew that working with R. Kelly would be the way to do it. But niggas but are just like, oh, it's, man. It's more honest. Just come on and bro. be like, listen, when we were in studio, 
my mind wasn't on those guys' injustices. Exactly. I was thinking about the art. His ability. He's great at making this art. Yeah. I make this art. That's what I was listening for. Exactly. I will respect you a hundred more times yeah. than if you come out and be like, oh, it was a mistake. What, what, what? Nah, man. Shut up with all of that. <laughs> so it's all these guys doing the same with my pincher. Man, shut up with all of that. Just be honest. Boo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> I haven't dropped any fucking place today. Even a big boo. <laughs> big boo. Big boos. <laughs> all right. You want to get into some music, man? What are we? Oh, shit. That's the time. Let's get into some music. Lighten okay. this mood a bit. Let's lighten the mood. Um, do you have a pick this week? I do have a pick. Uh, actually, do I? Yes, I do have a pick. Mm-hmm. My bad, my bad. Uh, my pick, it's off a new album. Of, remember last week you played some L.A. or Al <laughs> High or Ellie or whatever you guys want to call this guy. Yeah. You played some E-L-H-A-E, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to play a song from E-L-H-A-E as well called Sanctuary featuring Big Crit. Oh, yeah, I love Big Crit. All right, let's get into it. Let the church say amen Every time that you walk in Lord knows I need saving Yeah, whenever you do it like that And you do it like that Oh, lady Kisses got me losing patience My God, when you do it like that When you do it like that First I gotta say I'm thankful Every time a nigga get up, get up in your temple Girl, you know your blast from your head down to your nail To your nail Body like a sanctuary, Made me wanna raise my hands and stomp my feet. I could 
meditating your temple for weeks. You bring out the best in me, angelic gifting, forever giving your all in all. You evidently like heaven with it. That's why I call. I know your doors is always open. That's if I'm ready. I'm grateful that I was chosen, and I'm hoping I can come off in your sanctuary. Cruising. Body like a sanctuary, LA featuring Big Crit with Sanctuary. I love that song, man. Especially it's a when you song. Yeah. So you got a pick for us this week, bro? I do. I do. <laughs> I found it right now. <laughs> uh, this song is called Type Away by Eric Bellinger featuring Chris Brown and OG Parker. Better make you feel some type of way, the way, the way. When I give it to you night and day, and day, and day. Better make you feel some type of way, the way, the way, the way. When I give it to you night and day, and day, yeah, and day. Turn you to a Fresh, make you make you call me Zaddy. Come over to the floor, give you rounds, make you on more. Drop it, make you wobble, girl. I love it when you popping it. Gobble, need that bubble, get the genie out the bottle, yeah. Make you feel good, would you knock, knock on wood tonight? Yeah, yeah. So careful what you wish for, you might get it. Consider it a gift Wanna make you feel rich tonight Yeah, yeah Careful what you wish for You might get it Let me show you something different Yeah, better make you feel some time 
Rebirth 2 with a song called Type Away featuring Chris Brown and OG Parker. I love that song, bro. Yeah, that song was fire, bro. <clears throat> I like that. You know, anything with Chris Brown. I anything with Chris Brown. I was speaking, I, I tweeted the other day that if if T Pain were to create a greatest hits album, it would be his entire discography. <laughs> basically, just on one album kind of thing. Yeah. But I'm thinking Chris Brown would be like that too. I don't think I've heard many bad Chris Brown songs. Like songs yeah. that I could just be like, yo, this is annoying kind of thing. Chris like is a, pretty solid. Great, great discography, that guy. Anyway, you ready to pay some bills? Let's pay the billies. Uh, From now on, call me Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> hey, man. It's the business corner. Mm. As you have that sound of money. Pay some bills. Yeah, we yeah. got a company straight out of Alberton called Green Wing Code. As you guys know and have heard before in previous podcasts, they specialize in web development, app development, and software development, and game development <laughs> as a whole. You know, everything digital, basically, yep. that you need. Yep. Green Wing Code can help you with for a small consultation fee of about 400 rand. Yep. You can get in contact with Green Wing Code and they will help you set up your online store, help you develop a website, an yep. app, anything you need that is internet and digital yep. for your business. Green Wing Code are the people to go to. So please get in contact with them. We will drop their details in the description of the show on all platforms mm-hmm. so you can contact them. And remember, Green Wing Code, flying into the future <laughs> awesome our second advertiser is allison she was on the podcast last week shout out to allison um she's a photographer and graphic designer uh with a special uh, specializing in outdoor photography indoor photography weddings birthdays corporate imagery ci packages branding website landing pages and so much more right for only 650 rand per hour, you can have your professional photos taken. You guys can reach her on 084-624-2379 or at impeng at gmail.com. <laughs> All right. And uh, who else do we have? And of course, we have our last person on Business Corner. It is Covered a Photo. That is his handle on Instagram, actually. Mm-hmm. He's a man called Luando. He's an excellent photographer and videographer. He's worked. Oh, yes. Here we got the details. If you guys want to book him, you can DM him on Instagram at photo, which is C-A-V-A-D-E-P-H-O-T-O. Or you can contact him at Tom Gunn, which is T-O-M-G-U-N-N. And what you guys can do when you contact him, you can contact him and ask him about videography, photography, Basically, anything that has to do with the visual, even graphic design. Mm-hmm. Cover the photo is your place to go to for all of that. And we've said before, we all need a good picture. Correct. So we all need a good picture. And not only that, we all need good videos. 
you want to shoot music videos, wedding videos, any type of videos, any type of photos, Tavada Photo is the place to go to contact him, as we said, on Instagram, of all those handles. And yep. yeah, you'll get his booking details. Awesome. All right. That was Business Corner, paying some bills, yep. making thrills, making mills. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> from now on, call us Billy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, can we go back uh, into the topic? I can't. Yeah, something's been on my mind, and I don't really know why. Um, this is not a topic, by the way. Okay. <laughs> this is about something that came to our mind. We're speaking about the whole chemical castration thing with M and J. That that Michael Jackson perhaps might be chemically castrated. He might have yeah. been chemically castrated as as a child. That's crazy. Which had us thinking. Um, if you were to physically castrate somebody and give your nut to somebody that needed it, like give one <laughs> testicle to somebody who's perhaps missing a nut, give your nut, <laughs> just give your, yeah, your testicle, don't say nut like, <laughs> but like a testicle to somebody. Yeah. Like I'm black and I gave it to someone white, for instance. Oh, okay. Would you have like a, a mixed race child? Would you have yeah, a that, black sperm? Is that like, that's my DNA. I don't actually really know because I wonder if, you know, will that testicle, right? <laughs> will those testicles sync with your genes mm. and realize that, you know, when it's creating these sperms, yeah. those sperms come out of your genes. Because I think it should do that. I think it should sync with the host's genes. Yeah. And make a white baby. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe it just comes as a black baby. Like, I don't know. It's, it's just going to be albino. I really, I didn't do biology in school. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> but I don't think any biologist has an answer to this shit. It's going to be an albino baby, bro. An albino I, nut. I don't know. An alba nut. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. Oh, uh, I actually want to look into this. I'm going to research this. If you give someone your testicles or your genitals. Your testicles, let me say genitals. Yeah. Your testicles, will those sperms make the host, like the previous person's race of baby? Yeah, dude. That It's a very interesting question. Like, it does, it sounds like a joke, but I'm really being serious. I want to know, dude. That was the one thing I wondered when I was younger about Michael Jackson. Right. right I was right. like, will these kids come out black, black, or will they also come out looking vitiligo man we all kind of know those aren't his kids bro like they're not his biology biological children it doesn't matter how much vitiligo you have your child is not gonna come out white if you are biologically black it's just i mean this is one of those things man (laughs) speaking about michael jackson there's um in america the whole leaving netherland thing aired oh yes it's like a r kelly equivalent to um uh, for the Michael Jackson one, on the other hand, these two kids we spoke about them the other the other week. They're t- saying that Michael Jackson abused them. What, 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 okay. And on that episode of the podcast, I said that it looks like a money grab, but I didn't really explain why I thought it was a money grab. Okay. So I'm gonna explain that today. Get into it. I'm gonna explain why this is a money bag. It's not a conspiracy. No, yeah. <laughs> some conspiracy music. Nah, nah, okay. nah. Get into okay, it. why is this a money grab? Okay, firstly. I always suspect things of being a money grab when it takes the victims or whatever, alleged victims, 20 years or more to come out with the truth. bro. That always strikes me as wrong. I said the same thing with the R. Kelly thing. I said, I hope this is not true and I hope that these people are just trying to pull a fast one. 
just for their own sake because yeah. I didn't want any of the shit to be true. Not for R. Kelly's sake, but for, for the, the victim's, victim's sake. sake. Yes. Right. So now I, I'm, I'm watching all these blogs and all these cultural podcasts as well, and they're all saying, well, this nigga did it, didn't he? MJ did it. He must have did it. I mean, like, MJ's not here to defend himself, firstly. So that's the yes. second. That's the second reason as to why I think there's a money grab. Now that he's dead, there's no there's no defense. You know what I mean? There's no there's how how do you defend against somebody? Like how do you defend against allegations when somebody's not alive? Yes, I get you. So okay, that's that's a money grab move for me. Thirdly, um, and this is a really good one. Why have I forgotten about it? Why did I forget? Oh, remember. Why didn't I write that shit down? Remember, remember something. But what do you think, bro? What do you think? I feel like, you know, whenever a lot of money is involved, when it's a person of such high status, and like you say, it is a thing where it's like so many years after this person has built up their estate to such a high value, and then people come out ready to sue them for damages and all that, you know, you can't not help but look at money being a factor, a money grab being a factor. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like, you know, I hope, in the same way we said for RK, that for the victim's sake, I hope it's not true. I hope MJ didn't molest these guys, didn't, you know, abuse them for their sake. Right. And, you know, at the same time, if it comes out that this is a money grab, then it's messed up, you know, like... Bro, the, the tides are shifting, bro. Like, not too long ago, people were using mental illness as a way to get clout or to get the bag. Now I feel like they're using sexual victimhood to get the ve- to get the bag, bro. I don't I, like why is this happening all of a sudden? Everybody's coming out with abuse stories all of a sudden. Like it just it it smells wrong, bro, to me. It just smells I wrong. I think that it's so touch and go cuz we don't know what's I true. I know. We don't know that's what's that's not. the thing. But right now on this particular documentary, all we had was the victim's point of view. Yeah. Not one uh, bodyguard of Michael Jackson was interviewed. Not one member of the Jackson family was interviewed. It was just super one-sided, which is another reason why I think it's a money grab because all all, all you're doing is showing the victim's point of view. So obviously that plays on people's emotion. That's true. And what does that do? Because in America, the judge does have the final word, but they do a jury process, which we don't have in SA. They, They work through a jury. Jury... The jury is regular people like me and you, bro. Yeah. It, it can be anybody. Anyone, it's people that yeah. are not necessarily trained in law at all. You just get a letter in the mail saying you have to report for jury duty. Exactly, You have bro. to be there. And now, because you're a normal person, you're not necessarily always objective. You have your own biases and you work on emotion, which a judge doesn't necessarily do. A judge yeah. works on cold, hard facts. When you work on pure emotion, you can... You can convince nearly anybody that this shit is true, bro. That's the way that's that facts. the way this interview went. You can convince anybody that these niggas were abused by Michael Jackson. But what does that change for me? It doesn't change anything for me, bro. Because I've always known that Michael Jackson was a little bit weird. <laughs> I think everybody <laughs> everybody kind of knows that Michael Jackson is weird. Bro. His beard's weird. <laughs> His beard is weird. <laughs> yeah, everybody kind of knows that he's he's weird. I don't. I just don't think he's weird to the point where he's abusing little kids. Like you know. Yeah, you know the Michael Jackson thing. I was actually reading about it the other day on 
on Wikipedia, unfortunately. <laughs> the best source it's of information. Source, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I was just looking at, into it because we didn't mention him, you know. Yeah. So I was just looking at the cases and everything, and I wasn't really looking at it from any point of view, like he's guilty or he's innocent. I was right. just looking at it just to read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, reading it, I was just really thinking to myself, like, damn, just going through this guy's life, this dude has been through the most, man. No, like, he really has. Been through an abusive household growing up. Been through the rigors of the music industry and Hollywood. Yeah. Been drugged up and through this doctor and oh, all that. Man. Vitiligo. Like, his life is just, a, it's a lot. His life. his life has been quite a lot. So, what, the, what I was inco- uncovering in my mind was that somebody that's been through all of these trials and tribulations in one's life, like, for... for like, firstly, not knowing what it is to be a kid, really, because you're working from a young age, from, like, the age of nine. Yeah. He was already the primary breadwinner for his family. <laughs> like, it's right. crazy, okay? Firstly, you don't have the, the luxury of going to school, playing with your friends, doing all the little things that we took for granted, like, the things yeah. that we enjoyed so much, bro, playing hide-and-seek, sleeping over at a friend's house, dude, little things like that that we have such great memories about when we were younger. And using his means to live that type of life. His whole fucking house was a theme park. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he, he used his money and he compensated for the life he never had. And if that meant having kids around him, yes, it's a little bit suspect, but at the same time, why aren't their parents like uh, keeping a watchful eye or something? That was one of Because the, no kid of mine is going to another nigga's house, bro. I'm sorry. That's the thing. That was one of the things I read on Wikipedia. Right. No, we hate. I hate to blame victims or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But there was one line that stood out to me where I alleged victims when they, when they threw out one of the court cases, right? Forgot who it was. They said to the mother who was like sue, trying to sue MJ, right? Said to her, "Why would you leave your child to sleep over at a stranger's house? Why would you do that? Why would you do something like that? Whether um, you know about a past of allegations or there is no past of any type yeah. of allegations, why would you leave your child at another person's house? Exactly. At a stranger. A it doesn't matter if it's Michael Jackson. It doesn't, yeah, exactly. You, you don't know him like that. Yeah, exactly. He's a stranger to you. Yeah. Why would you just send your child there? Not only just send him there, but send him there to even spend the night. Like, really, that's bad parenting, number it's one. It's a money grab. I think they had, this was years in the making, bro. As soon as that first, there was a child there, the first, I think it was the first or the second allegation that came up, the kid that had cancer, that was spending his final days at Neverland, you know, uh, getting the necessary treatment for chemo because MJ was paying for it, part of the Heal the World Foundation thing that he was running at the time. Yeah. And the kid was nurtured back to life. This guy said, this guy's dad said, Okay, now what we're gonna do is we're gonna sue this guy. We're gonna lay we're gonna lay charges against him for sexual abuse. We're gonna say you're gonna tell uh, the people in the court that you were raped by Michael Jackson. You were touched, you were fondled, and you were penetrated by this man. Jeez. And what what did they do? They settled out of, out of court, and it was over twenty million dollars, bro. So that was a quick bag that they got over a two three month period. Quick money. After that, everybody wanted the bag my my problem is why was mj still allowing kids around him after that bro like it's just a compromising position to be found in if you're that innocent yeah. 
Just get out of the situation completely, bro. You know, I feel like that's a good segue. Yeah. <laughs> into a video about a man who, who this past week was oh, man. on an interview because he's saying, why would I, as R. Kelly, <laughs> with my past, do that? Oh, man, where does he start with oh, that, man? So let's just listen to let's segue let's to R. Kelly again. We, we, we visit this topic almost every week. We yeah. can't get away from it, no matter how hard we try. For fair use purposes, this is courtesy of CBS News in America. The interview of R. Kelly. We'll play a few seconds of it. Uh, he came out. He ranted, number one, firstly. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly exploded on camera. Some people say that it sounded like he was even singing. When Bro, was I was not going to play that part, man. You fucking it up. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't want to hear the truth. <laughs> Bro, just listen, listen, bro. Listen. I thought I was the only one that heard that, man. Oh, man. Come on, come on. Work with me. Work with me. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay. It's when he stands up, man. This guy got really, really angry. Oh, man. man. This really didn't help R. Kelly at all. I'm just going to say that, bro. Like, I think, if anything, he looks even more guilty now. I'm just going to play this snippet real quick. Okay, here's the here's the snippet, guys. So I think the point you're making is, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you have never held anybody against their will. I don't need to. That, Why would I? Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> stupid with <laughs> never held anybody. R. Kelly, with all I've been through in my way, way past, to hold somebody, let alone four, five, six, fifty, you said. Wow. When did she say that in this interview? When did she say 50 people? Because I've watched this interview many times and I never heard her say stupid that. Stupid would I be to do that? I didn't say you That's stupid, it. guys. I didn't Is this camera on me? Yes. That's stupid. Use your common sense. Don't forget the blogs. Forget how you feel about me. Hate me if you want to. Love me if you want. But just use your common sense. How stupid would it be for me to, with my... I'm going to skip ahead to the single Crazy scene. past and what I've been through. <laughs> I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids, and I can't do it. <laughs> Y'all just don't want to believe the truth. <laughs> Y'all don't want to believe the truth. Bro, this guy is reminding us why he shouldn't go to jail, bro. <laughs> do, do y'all hear this voice? Y'all don't want to hear the truth. <laughs> You don't want to believe it! <laughs> At this point, we briefly pause the interview to give Kelly a moment. Oh, His publicist shit. helped calm him down. Oh. I hope this camera keep going. No, we're going to let the camera keep true. going. This is not true. This doesn't even make sense. Why would I hold all these women? No, that- okay. Oh, man. He's singing while he yells. If it's not intentional, oh, it dude. just comes across like that. It, Niggas out here like, y'all don't want to hear the truth. <laughs> this guy's a genius, bro. <laughs> y'all don't want to believe it. <laughs> Why would I? It's R. Kelly. <laughs> My past. <laughs> um, it's a remix to Trapped in the Closet. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and it's a Trapped in the Closet. Over there. I watched that on Twitter. That was hilarious. Oh, man. But he should not have done this interview. He should not have done He it. definitely should not have done this interview. Everyone knows that these type of interviews, we've seen this for so many cases. Mm. These type of interviews serve as more than nothing for a journalist to grill you. 
Yeah. Or to bring out this type of emotion in you. Exactly. Because yeah. they know that you're heated. And they, they know that your publicist might say, don't speak about this. And they're going to speak about it. They're not going to care. Exactly. They need whatever they can do for ratings. They will bring it up. Well, this this interview was for the purpose of speaking about the case. This was made for that specific purpose. He wanted to get his side of the story out there. Yeah. Because he, and I agree with him, he believes that he's being um, pers- uh, prosecuted in the eye of the public before he's even stood his day in court. Which is fair enough. I mean... We, this is what we do, bro. We sit around and we judge people all day. I mean, that's just the, that's human yeah. nature, bro. <laughs> we just sit around and we judge people all day. And we've already judged him to say, this guy is guilty. I'm not one of the people who has said that, nah, although it I'm is looking that way. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm leaning towards the... Like, I'm, I'm leaning towards the fact that he's guilty, but I haven't made my mind up about yeah, it yet. I haven't picked a side. I I'm watching it all unfold. That's why, like, when I'm on Twitter... I don't retweet any of those R. Kelly, like anti-R. Kelly things mm, mm. or pro-R. Kelly things. I just watch it unfold. Like, I'm not on any side. Yeah. And like I said, I still listen to R. Kelly's music. So Until he is officially found guilty, then maybe I'll stop. I, but which I doubt. I love listening to R. Kelly, so I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. In my privacy, you know. I won't bump it for around y'all. Y'all don't want to hear it. But to me, I'm a I'm a listen to it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, bro. I mean, at the end of the day, it's art, bro. Let's just say, for instance, Pablo Picasso... Okay, actually, this is not for instance. Pablo Picasso was a hoe, dude. Yeah, yeah. He was, he was a hoe. He was a womanizer, actually. Yeah. And what do we appreciate about Pablo Picasso? His art. Exactly. I'm just going to leave that right. there. Of course, this is a lot worse than being a womanizer. This is underage sexual misconduct. But, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. You know what I wonder, though? Let's say, I don't know, it comes to a point where R. Kelly is proven to be innocent. Yeah. Even the victims come out and say, yeah, he, we, this was a money grab or something. Yeah. Will everyone who on the internet and in public right now is absolutely against him will they come out and apologize like we saw with Chris Brown with that shit that happened was it in Paris it was in Paris yeah most recently he got accused of rape and quickly it was proven to be false quickly bro that but we didn't even have to wait two weeks the moment the story broke everyone was shitting on Chris Brown bro, he's done him, it again saying this that and the third <coughs> yeah, about him yeah. and when it was proven to be false those same people I checked for them on the internet they did not apologize they were just quick to jump on the bandwagon. Bro. So I want to know if that same energy will happen with R. Kelly. If it does happen, it's false. Will people apologize to this man? I just or... don't get it, Vosie, bro. Like, maybe I've just got an old nigger mentality. <laughs> I just don't get how niggas think, bro. I don't understand this being the judge, jury, and executioner that people in the... Like, normal people think that they have. They, they don't have that power. Yeah. Or they shouldn't have that power. And social media has given them that power. I, I just, I don't like that, bro. Do you know what I hate? I don't like it. I hate how people want to all look good and angelic. Yeah. Everyone wants to look like they are so concerned. Exactly. And they are on the right side of history. It's fake Shut outrage. Up. No one really cares. Fake outrage. Like, no one really is checking for your life like that. Yeah. You don't, I don't care if you are on the right side or not. I don't. No one else does, really. You're just trying to look good for your own ego. And your ego is not that important to any of us. No, it really isn't, bro. So that's really just isn't. quick facts for all of you people. <clears throat> I don't know. You got something else? I got nothing else, bro. This was a quick podcast. It was a, it's yeah. a Sunday podcast. Straight to the point, man. 
Um, you know, episode 17, very short, very short and sweet. Yeah. I actually dive quite deep in, you know, to a quick story. Of course, look out for your girlfriend's favorite vlog, the new series on our channel. Yeah. A series of vlogs. Me and Caesar are going to get to this rap battle. He's going to release his video. <laughs> I'm going to release my response. Yeah. And we're going to see. We're gonna, we've, we've got a, a judge, a friend of ours, Simpiwe yeah. Tom. Young Tom. You know, he's going to be the judge. He's a good music connoisseur. Yeah. And especially hip-hop connoisseur. So we've decided to let him judge the rap battle. But of course, we'll let you guys, fans of your girlfriend's favorite podcast, <laughs> have a say. And tell us who you think bodied who. And if it ends in a tie, well, hey man, all's fair in love and rap. So, <laughs> so it's been episode 17. I'm your boy, Busani. Let's get to the shout-outs. Oh, yeah, shout-outs. First, I'd like to plug myself. Uh, ladies, I'm on the market again, <laughs> by the way. We spoke about this the other week, and you guys didn't want to believe me. You didn't want to believe me. I still don't believe you. I'm on the market, guys. It's official now. <laughs> I'm officially on the market. Still so on the market. Um, yeah, let's, let's, let's date, guys. One of you guys are going to get dated. Whoever's listening to the show, you're going to get on a date with what me. What are you looking for in a partner, bro? Since you're on the market. Please. What am I looking for in what a partner? What are you looking for in the marketplace? I'm going to play this like Wale, bro. I'm, I'm looking for a lady to show me what I want. Ooh. That's what bars. I'm looking for, bro. Because I don't have a type. I just know what I like and I know what I don't like. <laughs> I don't, that's it, right? That's it? Yeah, that's it, bro. Man, this nigga... <laughs> Let's give him a round of applause. Yeah. I'm you know, on the market, you know man. Nobody likes. Anyway, ladies, hit sizzle up. Yeah. You know. In my DMs. Let it slide. Yeah. And anyway, any other shout-outs you got? Shout-out to the Coochie Munchers, Labia Liquors. Shout-out to the hoes that keep this ship <laughs> <laughs> sailing. <laughs> shout-out to my mom, my dad. I love you guys deeply. Shout-out yeah, to... I love the Moyos, man. Yeah, thank you, man. The Moyos love the Mativas. Um, shout-out to my potential girlfriend that's listening to this podcast right now. Um, shout-out to... Yeah, that's it. That's it for me. As you guys know... Shout-outs to the fans, everyone that listens to all of our podcasts. If you haven't, if this is your first time, welcome to the show. We hope you turn you into a fan. And we thank you for listening. Shout-out to Aggie, of course, even though she what she did yesterday. I'm going to get her back for it. I'm going to get her back. <laughs> uh, anyway, shout-outs to who else? My friends, my family, everybody in the world. Shout-out to the whole world, man. Mother Earth, yeah. I love you. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to the Milky Way Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out. One more shout out for our sponsors. Uh, shout out to Green Wing Code, Mitchell Brits. Shout out to Allison of Allison Photography. And shout out Kava De Photo. Uh, yeah. yeah. Shout out to you guys for, for helping us out. Yes, we will bring you Green Wing Code's de- details in the descriptions, okay? Yes. So you yes, guys yes, can yes, contact definitely. them. We will drop a number in there and everything. Yeah. Anyway, that's been episode 17. We did it, nigga. We did it. Call me Billy. Call me Billy. (laughs) (laughs) Iconic. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. Signing out.